this. Lights out and away we go. Be racing in a scooter racing league. When I'm Charlie's grandpa, and I just wouldn't have thought. And here comes Sebastian Vettel. He's neck and neck with Lewis Hamilton. All right, and welcome back to the Wolf Pod, and yep. we are excited to bring a brand new episode, episode 34. Mm-hmm, new format. Absolutely. And uh, we've had a thrilling week of Formula One, and we've had an even better week of life. Off of the uh, track <laughs> as well. You know, it's just great to be back. Three, four weeks of the summer break, it really takes it out of you. Um, it, it really does. And, um, and although I don't think the drivers needed the break, that's pretty rich, isn't it? They probably we definitely needed, did, but we, we needed, needed the break. Um, with that being said, we poor made more episodes than ever and got more followers than ever. So was it really a break? No, no. but we still move. Um, it was making clips like a... Go on. Like a factory. It was like every night, bang, bang, yeah, that's bang. A, that's a great anal- analogy. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, mate. Thanks. I'm stinking it up already. Oh, you are. I imagine me. Yes. I'm smelling over here. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we're back and it was awesome to get some racing back. Um, obviously, the Dutch Grand Prix at Zandvoort. But before we get into the GP, there's a lot going off, uh, going on off the track. And I want to I want to talk just quickly about our favourite Australian Grand Prix driver, Valtteri Bottas. Oh. Now, if you don't know, Valtteri Bottas is a very very busy man off the track. Obviously, uh, his partner. I'm not sure if they're engaged or she's his fiance. Um, or they're married. Yeah, I don't think they're married. Pretty right. confident. Tiffany Cromwell, who is an Australian Olympic cyclist, uh, they have quite a few endeavours together. They have uh, Finland Gravel, which mm-hmm. is their bike cycling tournament that they run uh, throughout obviously Finland and the European Baltic states. And uh, they have Oath Gin, which oh, yeah. is a gin distillery. And an exciting news for the South Australian fans, and Australian fans, South Australians especially, mm-hmm. Ahana Wine. Ahana Wine? What, yeah. Can you explain that? So in McLaren Vale, they've opened their own winery. And oh. um, it's only early days, but they're going to start producing their own wine. And it'll be like um, $80 a bottle? or Well, it seems like it's nice, really quality stuff. So the first one's called Kippis. Mm-hmm. Or kippies, which is finished for cheers. Might have to do our taste test on the episode. Yeah, on the that's, podcast. that's what I'm saying. I hope we can get some in, but um, it looks unbelievable. Now, now I won't, oh, well, I'll try to say this. Vini Teki Riva Salul. That right. is finished for wine is good for the soul. Let me give it a try. Vini Teki Riva Salul. I don't mind that. I feel like that's the only way to pronounce it. I feel like learning some Finnish would be interesting. Um, now, but it tell looks, me looks if like I'm good wrong, stuff. Though. But you've actually. Cycled yes. with Valtteri Bottas. <laughs> I wouldn't say I cycled with him. The bloke was rapid. I was left behind in his dust within seconds. But I have met the great man, got a photo with him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, pretty exciting that he's got a new endeavour, making him even, shut up, making <laughs> him even more of an Australian fan favourite. Now, um, obviously the GP was the weekend just gone. Mm-hmm. Zanvoort. But the real race was yesterday for us. I tell you what, I was definitely a spectator in the... Um, in the world of this Formula as, One. As per usual. Mitch um, not doing much, but just uh, giving other people free reign to do stuff for him, being the passenger. But it was, uh, I felt at times like the pit stop car and cars. Uh, the little Juan Luigi. Yeah, because we had to buy Formula One tickets. Yep, for the Australian GP next year in March. And uh, what Now, we... can you tell me the dates? Because we've been trying to book accommodation, we've been trying to book flights, and Mitch has not got the dates right once. Go. Okay, so I've checked it. I've mm-hmm. done a few, a bit of research. Yep. I believe the dates for the 2024 Australian Grand Prix are mm-hmm. the 21st of March, now to the 24th or 25th, depending on when you are staying on to. You're a fucking idiot. Well, it's 21st to 23rd. No. Oh. The race is on the 24th? Ah, oh, yeah, there you go. And we're either leaving on the 25th or the 26th. So I've been stuck in my mind of leaving the Grand Prix, not actually being there. Exactly. It's been difficult. Um, but yeah, we got tickets today, it, oh, yesterday. Stressful as per usual. Luckily got quite a few pre-sale codes. Had quite a few mates who were absolutely guns at getting tickets. Um, and got it done. Uh, saw lots of people complaining that they weren't able to get tickets or they were too, too expensive. Mm. Um, or that uh, we didn't pay for access... GP, which you can, it's like another $200. Absolutely worth a, it. It's a pre-sale about a week before yep. the pre-sale that yesterday that we had access to. Um, if you want to ever get tickets, a bit of a skill issue. Yeah. Uh, there's a pre-sale for a reason. If you miss out, you miss out. That's life. Uh, I wouldn't be getting too upset with the uh, the GP uh, people, administrations, because, uh, I mean, we had no issues. 
So where are, we, where are our seats, mate? So we're going to be sitting in the Vettel stand. I'm not sure if it's new or not, but... It's not new, but it used to be called the Pinnacle stand. The Pinnacle stand. It was only a few years ago it was renamed to the Vettel stand. Um, so we're going to be staying in the Vettel stand, which is interesting because we have not been down there. now. We've definitely walked past it. Yeah, back in do you 2022. Know, do you know, yeah, the 22. Tree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Back when we were standing at when the we Grand Prix. When we had general admission in the 2022 GP, we went by. It's the one with... On the inside of the track, mm -hmm. there's that big building. Oh, that's a good one. You remember like the first day that we walked in? Mm. Oh my God, we got so lost. But we walked in off that entrance from like near the Botanic Gardens. Yep, yep. And we went through and then there was like heaps of school kids and those buildings up. Oh, so when we walked to Melbourne Grammar, thinking yeah, that was oh the way of the ground. We were honestly <laughs> so lost. It was fucked. We got off about three stops earlier. Oh I was God. like, I'm pretty confident. No, I'm, in I'm blaming the fuck on the tram who was like, Oz GP, this is your stop. We get out and I'm like, where the fuck are we? We end up, we're on the fucking tan. Like we're walking laps mm. of the tan. People listening in Melbourne, which I doubt there's any, would understand what we mean. We were fucking nowhere near the circuit. There was, um, and we were walking down Melbourne Grammar and we're like, fuck, I think we're lost. And then we saw like school kids in classrooms. Yeah. And we're, we're like walking, genuinely behind the school. And we're look, like walking down this laneway. We're like seeing kids in classes. We're like, are we like trespassing right now like it was fucked we got so lost because there was construction on a yeah and but luckily we found some other people who were also lost and then we just ended up ended up walking like i generally reckon like a k and a half this is really setting us up well for japan actually <laughs> because we we even checked maps and Mate, we were try like singapore too we were checking maps and we we're like i swear we're going the right way fuck we're, we're just walking the wrong direction I'm actually um, so scared, and everything's not going to be in English, like all the signs and shit. Oh, no, no, mate. Like, Google Translate on the phone, where you can, like, take, take photos. photos. That is going to be If so that's not working correctly. Oh, oh my God. Cancel the trip. Take me mate. home. I've been Country roads. You have not been fucking studying. Shut the fuck I, up. I know what toilet is in Japanese writing. So I'm, I'm sorted for the whole trip. You're a fucking idiot. Honestly, um, that is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. But then we also got other grandstand tickets because we couldn't get. Yes, so eight there's eight of us going, so we went four and four. So we're in the Vettel stand, which is at the end of one of the last straights down the eastern side of the track. Don't know what turn it is. I think Don't it's even eastern. ask. Us. No, it's ten into eleven. No, ten and eleven is white stand. I think no, it's, it's ten into eleven. Trust me, I fucking read into it. No. I'm like seventy five percent confident it's ten to eleven. See, I reckon it's eleven to twelve. Because oh. <laughs> I reckon ten to eleven is a thrum. No, because I reckon 10's at the end of the DRS zone, mm -hmm. and then you cut sharp through 11. Because it's like the, it's almost like a um, 90 degree yeah, angle. Yeah, it's where Fernando Alonso went off. Yeah, uh, in 2022, Two. when he was in the Alpine. Um, so yeah, apparently there was a few overtakes there last year, mm -hmm. especially in the F2. So hopefully that'll be good. But we also bought tickets in the louder stand. Yeah. Now, I like the louder stand. It's not as good for racing. It's a big sweeping corner mm. uh, near the end of the track, mm. uh, just before the final straight. We're very descriptive here. Yeah, it's it's good because you're quite far back from the racing because there's a gravel trap in front of you. Yep. But you get like a really good view of the Albert Park Lake and everything behind it, along with like the buildings of the Melbourne CBD. And it's just like a nice medium-paced sweeping yeah. turn. So you actually get a really good like visual of the cars. It's leading to the um, final corner yeah um which which you've we stood at in 2022 in general we're on the other the side yeah. yeah so we'll be able to look back and think yeah. wow we once stood there and so we stood race. we stood on the inside of this turn mm. and now our seats are on the outside and elevated obviously so yeah pretty good we're super excited um but yeah it was difficult um if you couldn't get them, a bit of a skill issue, I reckon. Still. Look, my advice for the Australian Grand Prix. This in is, buying tickets? Or yeah, this is just my advice in general. If you're standing, look, you bring can, a chair. You can still have a good time standing. Yeah. Like You can still have a great time in general admission just bring at the a Australian chair, GP. Go on the hill. But you just need to accept the fact early on, you're going to put a lot of Ks into your legs. You're going to do a lot of standing. And you're going to get there early. You're going to have to get there early if you want to lock yourself in with a good view. Like mm -hmm. if you want to be on the hill, by the weight stand, yeah. Or if you want to be just closer to the, closer to the, um, closer to the track, you have to get there early. So you're behind like the uh, the wire fencing, and then obviously the there's like a five meter gap back before the mm. orange. It was really cool the year we went. I just think once you've gone once, oh, as soon as you go, of... as soon as you go grandstands, you never go back. Yeah, exactly. Um, we right. have actually never travelled to the other side of the track and watched anything. Not anything. No, nah, we did a lap, bro. Yeah, but we've never actually stood there and 
You know, over near. First time we ever saw a Formula One car, we were on the other side of the lake. True. True. And that was good. So that was quite by like the Pullman Hotel. That was pretty good because we we're on an elevated on a hill, so we could actually see the see the cars. Yeah, I'm and talking about like, the other other side, like near turn turn four, ones into three, turn four, five. Yeah, six. we haven't not even seen a car go. We walked down there in 2022. It's awesome. During the Porsche Carrera Cup, yeah. yeah, and that was fucking hectic. But like, we couldn't see much. We would sit there, but Do you it's mean just like so expensive. Jones like, Brabham, yeah, yeah, Ricardo Jones. Ayrton Ayrton got Jones tickets, and they're like one ticket for Ayrton. They're like eight hundred bucks. Mm. It's ridiculous. But like, if you can, it's like our Japan tickets. Fuck! Don't get me started, bro. <laughs> don't, actually, don't get me fucking started. But yeah, one day I'd love to sit in Jones or Brabham. That'd be unreal. Brabham seems like a bit of a party, party stand too. Like, I feel like if you get Access Twenty Three, you're definitely buying a Fangio, a Brabham. Or yeah, a... it'd be it'd be worth it. But then again, you have to add two hundred bucks on top of that price. No, already. but split that. Split. Yeah, that, you know? yeah. Hopefully, like, surely with one of those, you can buy six, max six. Yeah, I think it is max six. That'd be sick. One year, maybe next year, if there's less of us going, if it whittles it down, you never know. I don't think it will, though. I feel like the blokes we're going with this year will want to go again. Exactly. I, and maybe even, like, a couple more. Yeah, if anything. But yeah. we've got our Melbourne Grand Prix sorted. Yeah, apart and from... Do you know what's cool, though? It's in March next year. Yeah. This year's was in April. Mm. So what that means is by next year's Grand Prix, mm-hmm. we would have been into four Grand Prix in 12 months. It also means, you know what it also means? That we're fucking broke? No. It also means that it cuts straight into university time because it's not actually oh, yeah. in the university breaks. Oh, well, just go take the hit, bro. It's not like I was going anyway. Yeah, exactly. Not like you're going into fucking uni. Why would you even bring that up, you fucking... <laughs> the, um, the, probably the one thing we haven't got sorted yet is the Glamour on the Grid tickets. Yes! OzGP! <laughs> Hook us the fuck up! I can see that you can actually, like, look into it and buy tickets. For the Glamour on the Grid? Yeah, but it's not, like, available yet. It's um, something for last year. So, Bro. as soon as they come out, we're either buying them or we're, we're contacting someone. How much chicken are they going to be? I reckon only, like, 180. No fucking way. But I reckon they'd just sell out, like... If they're 180, we're going. No, if they're 300, I'm going. Mate, Peking Duck will be there. Yeah, well, they're going to be my plus one. Yeah. But then, In all seriousness, we're not looking to pay to get there. We're, no, we're going to be... We're going to be going, going, going there. We're going to be going. We're manifesting it. We're putting it out into the universe. Maybe we can do a live show at the Glamour on the Grid. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the goal. 2025, we'll be at the GP doing a live show. If we're not at the Glamour on the Grid by 2026, I reckon we retire the show. Yeah. Like, genuinely. Yeah, honestly, at that point. Anyway, should we actually get into the racing? Because we had a pretty good Grand Prix. We had a excellent Fuck Grand me, I'll tell you what though, I cannot do these late time shifts anymore, man. You I know, cannot fucking do it anymore, It's interesting bro. because I was thinking about it. Um, Thank fuck that we're actually going to be at some GP soon. Otherwise, I'd generally just be sleeping through a few. Well, like, Thank God this one's Monza because you always get up for Monza. 20, fuck me, it is getting to me, bro. Yeah, they're pretty late. Yeah, 2021, we're doing it and then going to fucking school. Yeah, we're doing it Year and 12. not even complaining because it was like Lewis versus Max. It was like must watch telly. It was a yeah, exactly. first like a big season, like getting into it. And now 2022 it's... was a bit of a struggle near the back end. This year, it's just, I feel like I'm old. Like, it's aging me, bro. I need to stop working Mondays. I need to, um, it's honestly so hard getting up on a Monday morning after I've been up until like one o'clock in the morning watching a fucking, watching Max Verstappen just terrify. 19 other blokes i used to be able to like watch stuff at night time wake mm. up go to school mm. and be fine and then last year i, I kind of did okay bro. i've been dealing I with don't like, know. chronic fatigue I don't, recently dude, like, i don't know how i wasn't sleep. drinking coffee throughout year 12 Mate, well. like I, I have to drink coffee now otherwise i'm not going to get through a day if i stay up late watching a grand prix like he's fucking killing me you see i'm what? so sick of these european pricks yeah. fucking complaining, complaining whenever we host a grand prix like Oh my fucking God, you do not understand the struggle. Even America, they get it in the morning. Yeah, I don't hate... But then that'd be bad with work. Yeah. Well, like, Miami wasn't too bad this year. I was able to get up. Mm. And then I just stayed up. So that wasn't terrible. Oh well. Anyway, should we actually get into this weekend? Um, Yeah, right. Let's get into it. Right, the Dutch Grand Prix. Do you like the trophies? I thought they were pretty sick. The white ceramic with the... Yeah, look, I didn't mind it. I still they looked think... very fragile. I was just waiting for one of them to go over. Yeah, after the Hungarian Grand Prix disaster. I still think the best trophy... The French Gorilla? Not... Yeah, actually. I was going to say the Australian Grand Prix. Uh, like the steering wheels. wheel. Yeah. But no, I think the French Gorilla. 
I like the Monaco one too. The Louis Vuitton. That shit's gangster. Yeah, it is. That it's is so, it's not bad. Gangster. All right, top three. Top three trophies. Go. Um, I'm going to go with Australia, France, and the Hungary, Hungarian Grand Prix, the Vars. Oh, yeah, that's sick, mm. hey? Yeah. I feel like it's just cool to have one. Like, you can actually display it and not feel like a racing trophy. Yeah. Mm. Oh, fuck. What about yours? Mine. Okay. I'm going to go Australian GP3, and that's definitely just like the home GP tax. Yeah, yeah. Second, got to go Monaco. Mm-hmm. And then first, oh, there's some real good ones, eh? Yeah, there, there really is. Um, I'm really interested to see what the Las Vegas one will be. I have to like. go the Hungary one. Hungary one's yeah, just, I love cool. that. It's so cool. The porcelain, it's pretty sick. Um, um, but before we even got to the Grand Prix, news had broken that Haas were going to keep their lineup for 2024. Yeah, stinker. Stinker. It's I just think a it's a stinker. stinker. <laughs> just like, and our you... fans thought it was a good decision. Oh my God. We put a poll. People on the polls this week, fucking <laughs> dreadful. Honestly, pick it up, lads. It's been dreadful. We'll get into that in a bit. But yeah, oh, Jesus. Like, they're just plateauing. They are. They're just plateauing. What are they gaining? Like, they're if, not looking to, pres- to like, elevate their performances. They're looking to survive. I just don't understand. Unless that, they're providing a car that is good, which mm. they're not, then I can see the benefits of Magnussen and Hulkenberg. And not even Magnussen, Hulkenberg. Mm. What is the point of giving these two drivers bad cars mm. if they're already mediocre? Like, yeah, I, I just I, don't get it. I'm, I'm like befuddled by it. And like we said the other week, I think it has massive implications for Ferrari in the years to come because now if they're going to want to pull a new driver into that car in 2025, where are they pulling them from? Yeah, it's F2. Have, well, they're not going to pull someone straight out of F2, that's for sure. So I think that makes things very interesting. Um, you can go listen back to that uh, episode if you want to hear our thoughts on 2024 and 2025 driver lineups. So obviously the drama of the Grand Prix weekend started very early on in Q2. No, fuck me. FP2? Yes. FP2. Oscar Piastri goes off into turn three. Mm. All right, turn three. Uh, I'm pretty confident it was turn this, three. The sweeping one. <laughs> yeah. Sample. Is that the one that elevated? Yeah. Mate, I did my, I did a year 12 assignment on it. Really? A what, physics what? assignment. Did you get a good grade? I don't know. I reckon I might have. Maybe I'll get it up. Yeah, that was fun, actually. I was talking about, like, um, friction and traction and shit. I did really poorly at physics, if you can't tell. <laughs> but, yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah, so, unfortunately, Oscar goes off into the racing line. Yeah. And then uh, I, I want to hear your opinion on this because I heard a lot of debate over it if whether Ricardo should have seen that there was yellows or not. Like... I feel like there was just not enough time. Look, for they're driving like 300 k's an hour. Like, I don't yeah. care what people I don't say. know whether his engineer should have come into his ear earlier. Anyway, he had the option. He either fucking smashes into Piastri mm. or he just takes the hit and goes into the wall. Being the great veteran, like elite bloke to driver he is, he went into the wall. Unfortunately, for the love of all things holy, didn't get his fucking hands off the wheel. Fractures metacarpal. It wasn't even like the classic held on and mm. twisted it was yeah yeah he left his hands there and it got smashed by the wheel yeah exactly just like um it is unfortunate and i am gonna make a bold statement Dude, i just hope i just hope he gets up by singapore if he's not there for singapore it'll be tears but it is the hardest track at right? least we get japan japan if hopefully he's not, if he's not at japan like you understand why he wouldn't mm. want to take singapore but i hope for the love of all things holy at least he's back by fucking japan i think it's really i think he'll be back by japan but i'm, I'm not gonna i'm gonna Say it earlier, I don't think he's going to be at Singapore. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to help his career at all. And I reckon it could no shit, fuck sure. him over. Like, yeah. I reckon this it could, break could kill him, bro. Could take him out of contention for next year. Oh, I feel like there's still a long, long, Depends long, how he comes back, right? There's quite a few races left for the rest of the season. I think he's still got enough races. Mm-hmm. So that left uh, Alpha Tauri with a tough decision on who they're going to bring in. And it was Not Liam really. Lawson. Was just, just a bloke they had sitting in the garage. Yeah, he was... um. He was ready to go. And the Kiwi, which is good for yeah. our friends along across the ditch. The Oceanic go on. continent friends. Continent. <laughs> continent friends. Mm, maybe Stinker. not, buddy. Um, but yeah, you love to see it. Uh, he's a lovely bloke. Done, done, his, done it the hard way, to be fair. Like, was pretty successful in F2, went into Super Formula. There hasn't been much chatter about him, but I thought he had a pretty good race weekend, excluding, obviously, his qualifying session. But even then, what can you expect? Um what, like first, second time jumping into the car? He mm. drove an FP3. He didn't drive an FP1 this weekend, did he? No. No. 
Yeah. Schwartzman did. Schwartzman did for the Ferrari, which was good to see. The Belarusian. Um, and then, yeah, drove FP3 and smashed it. Uh, drove FP3 and then went into qualifying and uh, got it done and then had a successful race and finished the race, which was awesome. He did quite well in the race as Especially well. considering the sort of race we had. Uh, should we talk about qualifying? We absolutely should. Because, uh, electric. wow. Great quality. It was a great FP. Uh, it was great uh, Q1, Q2 as well, um, mm. leading all to the big finale in Q3. And I'll tell you what, Oscar Piastri was fucking fast. Dude. He was. I was thinking pole. Like, yeah, it was a sniff. P two. Uh, I think it was P one and Q well, one. P two. There was a cool. There was a cool bit in uh, Q three. It was about four minutes thirty left. Mm-hmm. I've got noted down here. Verstappen was in P four, and McLaren had a one two lockout. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, would have been unbelievable if they could improve on their time. It was raining as well. Yeah, but unfortunately, Verstappen is inevitable, and it was always going to happen. Um, but okay, over under, Alex Albon. Where do you think his best qualifying position is before this weekend? Over under, over under six and a half. It was overs, and his best position was eighth, seventh. Oh, isn't that crazy? Uh, in Williams, yeah. So where do you finish? Fourth. Fucking hell. Yeah, I reckon that's got a rival. Some of the best qualifiers I've seen. Just mm. because... It, six different teams in the top six. Yeah, that was that's really mental. good. It's mental. Logan Sargent into Q3. I mean, that knocking, just tops it off. Knocking out Hamilton from Q2. That's mental. The American GOAT. Yeah. The WAF pod curse. Fuck me. Should we talk about it? Yeah, we have to. Oh, my God. This is the second time this season we have chirped about someone, and then literally the weekend after, they've gone and just... Made us look like fucking idiots. Ollie Behrman, after the Australian GP, we're like, not getting the hype. This bloke, he was pretty disappointing all weekend. Grand Slams F2. Now we chat shit about Logan Sargent last week. Turns around, puts a car in Q3. A Williams into Q3. But the curse can only do so much. You know what? I think I'm going to start trying to implement the curse in a positive way. Mm -hmm. Lance Stroll, man. (laughs) He's my goat. He's been dreadful lately. He absolutely has been. I don't think he's going to do anything this weekend at Monza. Anything at all. <laughs> Please note, I am winking. Here's my goat. Um, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Like We chat shit about someone, they turn around, they're a freak. So. It doesn't work with Ferrari, though. For some reason, we just can't, we can't fix them. <laughs> Ferrari can't fix themselves, mate. That's a lost cause. Um, Ocon. He was P17. Like, I think that's unacceptable when... Your teammate. It was just... he got So Gasly got knocked out in... Did Gasly get knocked out in Q2? Yeah, he got knocked out in Q2. Why the fuck did I miss that? He he had a really good race, though, which we'll get yeah, into. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Was he um, not on the podium? But Alpine, like... I thought he... I did not realise how far back he started. That's unreal. I, I was expecting Esteban Ocon this year to be, like, the leader. That is alarming, though, for Alpine when you've got six different teams in the top six. And you're not one of them. And neither of them are Alpine. And one of them's a Williams. And throwback to... And the to... other one a McLaren. And the other one an Aston Martin. Throughout to last year when they were Strumming. pretty competitive, and yeah. same with the year before, they've had a bit of a drop off, mm. which I didn't think was possible. But yeah, who would have thought? They're still aiming for P three though. That's what they said. Okay. <laughs> Good to see Alonso back uh, qualifying well. Good to see Aston Martin rock rock up again. Stoked about that. Love my boys. <laughs> Carlos Sainz. Mm. Is he starting to show up? Charles. Mm-hmm. Quick hot take. Has been all season, man. He has. And he, well, I mean, Leclerc hasn't Charles been helped. still got more of the points. Leclerc but. and Science haven't been helped by their, um, by their pit crew, by their strategy, as we saw this weekend, especially. Again. It's hard to gauge them off races because so much yeah. goes wrong. But in qualifying. I just don't think Leclerc should be treated as the number one driver as predominantly no, as they he should is. be equal. And I know they claim they don't, but I don't, <laughs> I don't really see how Leclerc is ahead of him at the moment. But that's just my personal opinion. Uh, should we get into Sunday? We absolutely should. Mental. Mental, mental, mental. It started, and from my uh, laptop in my bedroom mm-hmm. with no music on because my girlfriend was sleeping next to me, no music, no volume on, uh, it looked very dry when the race started. About 30 seconds in, though, <laughs> fuck me. It was It wet. was pissing down. It was absolutely... It, was, it felt like Silverson. It was like, genuinely coming down sideways. And I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, where has this race come from? Why is no one on, like, into the start? Like, obviously, I don't know whether it wasn't projected or it just came in quickly or what happened, but it started one of the most mental, like, pit stop trains I've ever seen. Like, 
people trying to outvie each other for strategies, who can stay out longer, who's going to come in and make the most of the most of the uh, conditions of getting on better tyres. But one thing that David Coulthard uh, pointed out, which I thought was really interesting and made a lot of sense, is Zandvoort's pit lane is very narrow. It is very narrow. Very, Up there very with spa. narrow. Yeah. So it was pretty cool seeing like just a train of cars, cars. just coming in. But um, yeah, it made a lot of teams look great strategically and a lot of teams look really dumb. I thought my okay was going on uh, 0.5 speed and when I saw a train of cars mm. on softs, and I was like, mm. they're going like 50 kilometers Sliding an hour here. all over the place. Because the issue is if they tried to accelerate, you, you'd end up in a barrier. Genuinely. And with the elevation, it was just... There's like some hectic aquaplaning going on. It was, it was unreal. But it made a really exciting race. And it gave a surprising driver in third place. And who was it? Guan Yu Zhong. I, I, was, I was going, what, what is going on? Like, how have they pulled this off? Mm. I think he pitted on the Inters early. Yeah, they just they got their strategy right very early on, which was great. So, uh, well done to them. You love seeing Alfa Romeo do well. You love doing, seeing Guan Yu Zhou do well, one of the great blokes. Um, Driving for a seat as well. Exactly. Apparently. I feel mm. like he is. Um, Unfortunately, it wasn't his weekend in the end. No, but it's, it's still great when you look at the board on the side of your screen and you don't just see Verstappen P1 and just all the, all the usual, all the usual suspects on the, uh, on the top 10. Like it was just mental and it was just changing every lap as uh, drivers came in and out and changed their strategy. Like it was, it was all happening. Apart from Verstappen being P1, what I will say about this race weekend, mm. I don't know who I'm expecting in P2, P3, P4, P5 and P6 anymore because no. it's just, it's changing each week. It's great. If you, if you, exclude Verstappen from the championship race this it's year. It's a great season. It is a mental season. Can't beat a robot though. No, you can't. <laughs> and I really thought like this weekend just proved how inevitable he is. Because like of all the weekends with everything that was happening, this is the weekend where he'd be like, oh, okay, if he loses this, it's fair enough. Like a lot of it has to go for right. How does he still fucking win? It was like 10 seconds How does seconds Red Bull behind? still get everything right? Like it's mental. It doesn't matter what happens. They're just one step ahead. Sergio Perez, what are you doing? Honestly, brother. Like, what are you doing? You have a 10-second lead on Max, mm. and you lose it in about four laps. Mm. Don't I, I, don't, I don't care. Like, that's, it. that's something I would expect myself to do. Like, <laughs> <What> on F- <laughs> No, just in general. On F123. Like, a 10-second gap, right? Mm. And you've lost that that quickly. You, mm. you come in, and you pit a lap later, and you're leading the race. Yet, I don't know whether it was, he was... Why are you allowing this to happen? Like... Mm. Put a hand up and fight back because okay, you're making yourself look up. You're making yourself look useless at Red Bull. Mm. I don't know whether you're making Max look better or making yourself look worse. Mm. Because I reckon if this was anyone else, yeah, get angry. It'd be they'd be getting crucified. Like if mm. it was Gasly or well, we'll talk about that in a bit. But yeah, that's going to be very interesting to talk about in a minute. Um, oh. Oh, God. Yeah, but Gasly. Yeah, he was nuts. Um, well, technically Perez came third, but penalty. Um, well, technically he fucking didn't then, didn't he? Pierre Gasly, really good race. Putting yeah. himself in that position with fourth. I mean, I would be taking fourth mm. from him every day of the week. But mm. he's not his first podium in two years. I mean, he's, he's not been the same since he left Alfa Terry. Genuinely. It's a I, massive turnaround. Like I did not realise that it had been that long. Used to see him in P6 and P5. Mm. And did in you Alpha see the podium Terry. procession that had Ocon's face on the graphic instead of his? No. Oh. Classic F1 stitch up. Remember when Esteban Ockham was actually Nick DeVries at the Australian Grand Prix? Yeah, exactly. There's been a few stinkers from the fucking media team. <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo was a seven-time world champion. <laughs> it's fine by me. I take that every day of the week. Seven-time champion. Oh, my God. Um, we've done well to get this far again without talking about Ferrari's fuck-ups. How the fuck does a professional Formula One team prepare for a pit crew and forget the fucking tyres? That's the whole fucking point. Actually, I reckon we could seriously do a better job. No, now you've been a fuckwit. No, but yeah. but no, I reckon we would actually have some tyres out there. I just don't understand. How does not a single person go, oh, the car's coming in. You, you know, we don't have any tyres. And weren't they meant to change the front wing and they didn't do that either? Yeah, they didn't do that either. They just had a stinker. I don't understand how it's just always them. Like, I am so thankful every day when I wake up and I realise I'm not... Like, even if I have the worst day of my life, if I go to bed after having, like, one of the worst days of my life, I can still sleep well knowing I'm not a Ferrari fan and I do not have to go through that pain every other weekend. Because I... Sorry, I 
just getting a bit worked up. <laughs> but I just don't understand how one team can have so many mistakes, can make so many mistakes so consistently. It's... And you know what? Like, Ferrari last year probably hurt a lot of people. Oh. But, like, this season, mm. I'm putting it up there with 2020 when they just built a tractor mm. and were, like, fifth. This has just been They're getting such a disappointing season because last year they nearly freaking won the whole thing. That is such a great start they didn't blow the up. Such a great start to This the year. year, they've been terrible performance-wise. Mm. They've been terrible, again, strategically. Mm. And the drivers it's have been, been... consistently making mistakes. Average. But Leclerc off twice this weekend. Yeah, and he, he caused the accident. Mm. It's, it's, yeah. I feel like not enough or a lot is being start is starting to be said about Leclerc and his qualifying. Mm. Because it's just been so poor. Like, going off again, like, I just, honestly. There's always a Ferrari crashing and qualifying. Generally, at this rate. It feels like it's just destined for most it's, weekends. It's Carlos Sainz on any American circuit, <laughs> and it's Charles Leclerc on any circuit. Yeah. Um, uh, should we talk about Alex Albon? Mate, he is, I'm telling you what, lock him in for a better drive in the next two years. Mm. He is, he's fucked. He's becoming love, Max Verstappen. I love at this robot. point. It's like Williams's uh, Williams's plan when they go into a race. Like their strategic their strategic mindset is just, I oh, will be right. Alex will just take a tire for fucking twenty more laps than it's intended to go for. Like he's he is honestly turning into the tire king. It's, the it, way he takes tires that far throughout a race is mental. I mean, we saw it at the Australian GP last year. Last year, he did he the took whole like lap 50, on hards. Or he something. took like it took like fifty laps and had to pit at the last lap because they realised he hadn't pitted yet the entire race. Like it's ridiculous. They so reliant on him just taking a tire to the end, and it's been unbelievable every time. And I feel like Red Bull are kicking themselves right now for not giving him enough of a chance. They, they could have taken the opportunity and developed him. He is the perfect Paris replacement. He is the perfect driver at the moment. He is from Max. the perfect Perez replacement. Yeah, I agree. And uh, should we just get into my would you rather? Yeah. Okay. You are Alex Albon right now. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be in the position you are right now or have a Red Bull contract for next year? A Red Bull contract for next year. Why? Because I know I can put a fight up against Max and actually show that he's beatable. He's saying he should stay and go on to Mercedes. 100%. It's just so much uncertainty. He is doing better right now in that Williams than George Russell was. And don't get me wrong, I know George Russell was younger when he drove in that Williams, mm. but I don't think this Williams is... Okay, sure, it's a little bit better performance-wise than the Williams that George Russell drove in was, mm. but he is constantly driving that car off its wheels every weekend. It's a bit Charles at Alfa Romeo. Yeah, it's given those vibes. Um no, I think George just gets a lot of praise just because of that sparkle I find. Yeah, I feel like George Russell versus Alex Albon at Mercedes mm. in like 2026 after Hamilton signed this new contract, supposedly. Was that Chris Medlin that confirmed that? Uh, no. No. Well, that's as good as signed. I mean, we said it the other week. It's, it's as good as a lock. I feel like George Russell versus uh, old mate Alex Albon, that could be the next Rosberg versus Hamilton. Do you know what a lot of people are saying? What are a lot of people saying? Mitch? They're saying Ferrari. No, they're not. They're they're not they're, they're, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, they are oh, saying, Alex to Ferrari. Yeah, I don't hate that. That's what to they're replace science. Yeah, because he's. I going. like that a lot. That would be really interesting. Because I don't think he's going to get the opportunity at Red Bull or Mercedes. That is really interesting. I'd love to see Alex Albon in a Ferrari alongside Leclerc, or even take over Aston Martin. But no chance, mate. That'd be Yuki Tsunoda and Lance Stroll for years. Let's be real. Come on now. Interesting. Well, there's not... I mean, oh, should we talk about the red flag and the fact that there's, like, no one's using super wets anymore? Yeah, like, uh, when was the last time we saw a wet tyre? Generally. I, like, I don't missing? think I can remember. Are we going to see one in Singapore or Japan or...? Hopefully. I mean, maybe not. Well, probably not. Hopefully not, because I don't yeah. really want to see any rain. But if there is rain, I hope we see it, because it means that they'll actually stay see on the drain. Oh, it's it's yucky. Fuck off. Terrible colour. Um, can we just talk about Max and Seb? Equaled. Oh, of nine, course. How can we go races. that fast? Mental. And it's also just so funny to me the fact that Verstappen now has the chance to break the record next this week at Monza. And then extend Ferrari's, it. Ferrari's... Yeah, he breaks it mm. and then makes it his own. Yep. Ferrari's home race. Yep. Breaks Vettel's record. Mm-hmm. 
someone who used to race a Ferrari for Red Bull and, and then Ferrari. went to Ferrari. Like there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. I feel. Do you know what I reckon? I reckon he doesn't break it. Shut the fuck up, you nothing. There is no, no way he, the, <laughs> I, I he's winning the race. No, I don't reckon. Who's winning it then? Uh, it's not going to be Perez because I'll be like, Sergio, your car's on fire. Oh, JK, it's not. Like, it's going to be like... What, you reckon Red Bull will sabotage it if he's leading? Yeah, genuinely. Do you not reckon? No, but I get what you mean. Uh, I think... You know what? This will be good. I can't even say Ferrari with a serious face. I just... Just don't, just don't think... Well, he's due a loss, he's due. obviously, nine in a row. I'd probably rather him 11, win this. Is that 11 for the season now? Yeah, I'd rather him win what this the fuck? and then not win in Singapore because I want to see someone different win in Singapore. Well, mate, that would keep up our streak of seeing a different race winner every race we've attended. True. Mm. It'd be hard to not see Max win in Singapore or Japan, but mm. never know. Mm. All right, should we get into the next bit? Absolutely. Awesome. All right, do we want to do the true or false first or do we want to talk about the Olympics? I think we should get into the Olympics first. Okay, so obviously at the Olympics, they add an event or three. I think it's three events every single Games. Uh, Now, there's a lot of events that go up for addition. Mm -hmm. Quite a few of them get knocked back. I'm pretty sure that that the host gets to add one, whatever. Anyway, now it's been spoken about that they're going to add a motorsport event. We have no idea what that looks like. No idea. I don't know whether it's going to be like F2, like single wheel driving, and it's going to be single wheel, single seat driving, and it's going to be like a F2, simple regs, mm-hmm. like certain like qualifying and then a race. God knows what it's going to look like. Could even be like uh, go-karts, karting, for all we know. Could be a relay, mate. Genuinely. Could be like a 24 because hours race. It's really difficult endurance. because if it's like F2, guys, I can only, I imagine they're only going to have one driver for each country. Genuinely, it's going to be hard to... Because uh, you can't just ignore the costs every other country. Anyway, uh, obviously looking at it holistically, there's no way F1 drivers would participate. Surely not. I, I, no, reckon, no, no, I just no, don't know. No. Like, I feel like there's no chance they they'd would. Be, no, they'd, be, they'd be unable to. With, Why would the teams allow it? Yeah, and also... It wouldn't line up with the season. season. Like, it just wouldn't happen. Anyway, we can speak in hypotheticals. Yeah. Now, if there was... What countries do you think would be successful? Now, I've taken the F1 and the F2 grids mm-hmm. and then a few drivers who are like on the outskirts and I've put together what I believe is my top five. One, two, three, four, five, six. I've got like six or seven here. Just teams. So it'd be like an F2, two drivers to a team for a country. And uh, I want to hear what you think would be best or how you'd select them. So I've got Japan yep. first, Sonoda and Awasa. Perfect. Netherlands, I've gone for Verstappen and De Vries. Mm. Now, who is the other uh, Dutchman who I considered to? For sure. It was. Yeah. I'd still probably take De Vries. Yeah. Just because he has that extra experience and he's an F2. Uh, Maybe an, 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 an equal code. Yeah. You got the French team. Ocon Gasly. Yep. To Alpine. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this is where I'm interesting. I'd like to hear who you'd pick in the great British side. Lando Lewis. Really? I'll just take the... Wait, what year is the Olympics? 2028, isn't it? Oh, if you're going to be George, a dickhead and look yeah, at that George way. Yeah, George and Lewis. And, yeah. No, George and Lando. At the moment, I'd take Hamilton and Russell. No. I still think Lando is better than... All right. George. How many race wins does Lando Norris have? How many race wins does George have? Like one or two? Did you show Cunt, are you kidding me? <laughs> he has won a race. Yeah, he has, he has, he has. Fuck with Mate, it's so hard. I'm, just, I'm, I'm blurred with Red Bull. Just Verstappen wins. Yeah. It's killing me. I don't even know what life is anymore. What is Formula One? Isn't it all just Verstappen winning? Mm. Uh, Spain, Fernando and Carlos. Canada, Stroll and Latifi. Oh, that would fuck. be a fucking team. If they won. Australia, Ricardo and Piastri. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if I made these other teams, but there's definitely like you could have a team made out of Denmark. Which would be like Magnussen and Magnussen and Hauga, I think, or is Hauga Norwegian? No, he's Norwegan. So maybe you can just Harland. Yeah, Hauga's Norwegian. That's my bad. Now you can have an interesting Brazilian team, Lewis and. Well, you could have had Lewis with his citizenship, but I doubt that's actually valid. But you just have the Fittipaldi dream team, or you could bring in a Felipe Dragovic. Uh, what that's else? Actually, Dragovic and you could have a good Monaco team, a Monegasque team. Just have the two Leclercs. You have a decent German team with like Hulkenberg and Mick Schumacher or bring Vettel out of retirement. Do they, 
Now, one country that would miss out and be punching the shit out of themselves, Belgium. They have two current F1 drivers born in Belgium. Lando and Max. Yeah. So that would be a great duo. That's going to be Red Bull too. Oh, oh here we it. go. Um, anyway, I can't find this other Danish driver. I'm having a stinker. Oh, Vesti, Frederick Vesti. That'd be interesting. Anyway, yeah, this is like, realistically, this is never going to happen, but it's quite cool. Like, I've seen the graphic a few times with this bloke on like some Formula One Facebook page who like puts together like a, he like a compiles mock. all the teams yep. based on country and like who'd be, like what countries would be leading. And it's just Verstappen by himself at the moment for the Netherlands, but still interesting nonetheless. Sorry, mic issues. No, you're good, mate. Dickhead. Yeah. Um, so, but I'd like to hear who you think would be bronze, silver, gold. Who are you? Bronze, medalists? Thailand. I think Alex Albon can get bronze. Who with, mate? Just by himself. Oh, you're, you're a melon. <laughs> uh, it's team format. In no, a team format, a, if, constructor's title. Okay. In third, I'm going to take... Ooh. Mm, now you're thinking, aren't you? Dickhead. Well, gold, I'm going to go with Great Britain. Yeah, that's a lock for me too. Uh, silver, I'm going to go with the Netherlands. Okay. And I agree. Bronze, I'm going to take Australia. I'm taking Spain with the bronze no, medal. I just, I, I think Australia's got it Fernando covered. Fernando Alonso, brother. Oscar Piastri, brother. Yeah. Carlos Sainz. Daniel Ricciardo. Mm, come on now. Realistically, on now. it's going to be like. In equal machinery, that is a great battle. It is unreal. Um, equal machinery. Russia, that is mate. Awesome underrated. Nikita Mazepin and, and uh, uh, Robert Schwartzman. Robert Schwartzman. Yeah, that would be terrible. I feel like it's just going to end up being like non-Formula 1 drivers and New Zealand will get gold with Shane Van Gisbergen. And Liam Lawson. Exactly. That'd be, that'd be pretty sick. I mean, if Liam Lawson isn't a Formula 1 driver by 2028... Nowadays. Yeah, it's... It'd be interesting. It'd be, it'd all gone wrong. Now, do we want to get into the true or false? Absolutely. I've got a good one this week. Really? All right. True or false? Mm-hmm. Jos Verstappen, father of Max... Yep. ...spent five years in prison. True or False. This is so stupid. Um, I think it's, I think it's true. True. Yeah. Technically false, but also suspended sentence. So he was in 1998. No, suspended sentence. Let me let me finish. In 1998, Jos Verstappen was involved in an incident at a karting track in which a man suffered a fractured skull. Ooh. He was found liable. However, he got like a three or eight month uh, suspended sentence in prison. In 2008, Verstappen was fined slash sentenced to three months suspended jail time for assault involving his ex-wife. Bit heavy. Yeah, that's so. Wait, that's the first dark. the first offence he was uh, sentenced to five years, but it was suspended. Okay. This is the first the carding incident. I, I, I um, it's surprising you get five years for that. It fractured a guy's skull in for a, assault. In Australia, you'd probably get brother. You'd you'd get three months in bail. Oh mate, no, you'd you'd get prison time. But yeah, pretty he- pretty heavy. So Jos Verstappen is a criminal. I mean, I'm not surprised. Probably best we don't clip that up if we ever want to have a Max or Jos on the show. I don't think we're ever going to have Max or Jos. You the never show. know, mate. Dream big. <laughs> Dream big. Unless you're on the glamour of the grid, of course. Exactly. Which they'll <laughs> definitely be there for. Well, Jos Verstappen, maybe. Yeah, exactly. He loves it. Okay. He loves a boogie. A boogie. He loves a boogie. <laughs> a boogie. I can't believe it. Because he loves a boogie. You know it. All right. Do you want to do your hot take? Um, it's, it's sort of a, it's sort of a would you rather actually. Um, that's stupid then, isn't it? <laughs> I've, just, I've, just, I've, I've thought of a great one because of the success of Joe Guan Yu this season. Okay. okay. If you are Alfa Sauber, Sauber, Alfa Romeo, Audi, so many names these days. I believe they will be Sauber next year. Mm-hmm. If you're Sauber, you're are you signing Joe Guan Yu for another year mm-hmm. or replacing with Mick Schumacher? Taking Joe. Really? The only reason I take Mick is for marketing. Joe's got the money, but he's losing his Prada deal. Does that change your opinion now? No. He's losing his money. He doesn't have any financial backing. Brother, Prada is not his sole financial backing. You are kidding yourself if you think all the money he's bringing in endorsements is from Prada. No, that's his sponsorship. Otherwise, Prada would be plastered all over the car. Um, it's, he's losing all his money, though. I don't think he is. I find that very hard to believe. I'm still taking Guan Yu Zhou because I feel like he's shown more in the last year or two than what we've seen from Mick in his year. Would you be surprised if Mick probably got the Audi seat though? I wouldn't be surprised mm. because they're a German manufacturer. Yeah. But I would be disappointed. I would too. Yeah. I like Juan Yuzhou and I feel like he's got a decently length uh, career. I feel like he could go out, like retire, 
with a career similar to that of like a Roman Grosjean. I feel like he just needs a home Grand Prix. To Chinese see the Grand full Prix effect of him well, on the grid. Got cancelled this year. We could have had next it. year, mate. Yeah, it would be pretty cool to see what he'd be like. But the LGPs move forward, so maybe not. Yeah, true, actually. Hmm, interesting. Uh, should we talk about Red Bull and what's been happening there? There's just so much drama, just so much success and I so swear, much drama. Like it was only like three weeks ago that Helmut Marko and Christian Horner were chirping about how Perez's seat is locked and confirmed. Yeah, they're like Perez is contracted for 2024. He will be racing for the team. Okay, cool. Then they give Ricardo the seat. Okay, interesting. Now this weekend, Helmut just straight off the bat says the 2024 seat is still open. Things change in Formula One. Contracts can be negotiated and changed. He's got to be chirping. Like, he's got to be, like, fishing or something. Like, I, I just don't believe it. Uh, I'm not shocked. And what it means to me is that, more like, every weekend, every race weekend, Perez becomes more and more unlikely to be racing for Red Bull next year. It's just unnecessary pressure. And I saw... Like, yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. Actually, it's. I saw a couple of drivers say, like, yeah, George said mm. they didn't nurture Devries. They mm. immediately made him feel like the outsider, and they're doing the same thing with Perez. Whenever they want to get yeah. rid of someone, they, they just start to neglect them, yeah, expose them, put unnecessary pressure on them. Yeah, it's a very good point. Hmm. Just shouldn't have got rid of Albon. Yeah, uh, yeah well, that's it. Albon would be the it man, but he's already very openly said that he has no interest in coming back to Red Bull. So we will either see him at Mercedes or Ferrari, as they've you got, said today, which is really interesting. They've point. got a bit of a trigger happy, like, mm. uh, oh, we've had this driver for a year. Yeah, He's kind of, look, he's, he's not Max, but we'll just get rid of him. Yeah. Um, and, and what did Carlos say about? I was about to say, one man who sounds like he wants a fucking drive at Red Bull. <laughs> Carlos Sainz. Which actually wouldn't be a terrible Perez replacement. Well, he'd never, compete, he'd never compete. No, but he'd be a very good second driver. Exactly, which is what they want. Uh, he made some interesting comments on the weekend, which makes me think that he wants that fucking Red Bull. He, he wants it. He, he was glazing them. He said he was essentially against the whole... Uh, he was, I think he was asked about what his opinions were on the Max dominance and Red Bull's dominance this season. And he was pretty against the any suggestions to make changes. He just Should we just read it out? Yep. He just said, they've simply done an incredible job with this year's car. Facts. Max is driving at a very high level. Facts. He's obviously had a bit of a margin to do a mistake here and there and still won the race, but he's not doing any big mistakes. Then he continued by uh, talking about Red Bull as a whole and said that Red Bull is not doing any mistakes. They deserve to have the success they are having because it is equal opportunity for everyone. Facts. Mm -hmm. Although they're spending a little bit more money here and there. Exactly. And they are beating us and they are dominating F1 in a fair and square way. Nothing to say. Congratulations. Keep enjoying, and we will try to get better as soon as possible. How does it taste? Well, I mean, he's not wrong. He's not. He's not. He's one hundred percent not wrong. But it's also like he wants to. It's drive a bit Red Bull. strange to be saying that about an opposition team. Mm. I feel like he's been a bit too friendly. When it, I feel like Ferrari fans, you'd be disappointed hearing that because it almost sounds like he's obviously like you'd be happy that he's respecting another team. But it's sounding like he's liking them a bit too much. Like I probably want to hear a bit of mongrel for him. And he's from him. sort of bit like, like it's disappointing that they've been beating us, but we're going to get better. And he said that, but I don't know, man. It's a bit strange. It's uh, hard to believe after you've just said all that. Yeah, and then he did say that he like fully believes Max is. He doesn't fully believe that Max is going to win every weekend, and he is hanging on to hope of Ferrari, hope for Ferrari, and most importantly himself, being there to snatch a win when or if if something goes wrong for Red Bull. Now, the issue there is that to win a race this year, you are depending on Red Bull to make a mistake. The fact of the matter is, to win a race this year, you should be depending on your team to outperform them. And we just haven't seen it all season. No one has been close. And the thing about that is, if Red Bull make a mistake, mm. Ferrari are not the first team I'm thinking <laughs> yeah, of to, to make the most of I'm it. I'm thinking McLaren, Mercedes. I'm thinking Mercedes. Then probably Alpine. Aston then, Martin, Fernando Alonso, yeah, P2 on the weekend. And then Ferrari. Yeah, genuinely. I, I think they've digressed so much this year in the rankings. Like Other teams have done so well to improve a car this year. Still nowhere near the level of Red Bull, but still into a podium competitive level. And although Ferrari have had podiums this year, and what are they, P2 on the constructors now? Close to P2, P3? They're close to P2. Anyway, they're competing... They they still don't feel like they're the second fastest car every weekend. I mean, sprint race weekends are their thing at the moment, but like normal race weekends, I currently don't perceive them as the second biggest threat to winning a race. Well, they're not they're not like often on the 
podium. They're just no. getting big. They're just getting nice points. Consistent hauls of um, decent points. I just... I, I'm not sure about Ferrari, and I really hope they do have a good weekend at mm. Monza. So do I, and I really hope they perform well in Singapore and Japan because it'd be great to see some Ferrari dominance. I mean, we have seen a Ferrari win a race, which is why I'm holding out for hope that we're going to see a different race winner. Realistically, I think if we do see a different race winner, it'll be Perez in Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. loves a he street does circuit. Love a street circuit. And then we're going to be completely reliant upon uh, Verstappen or Red Bull to make a mistake in Japan if we want to see another different race winner. Verstappen won... That's all I want. I just want to see a different race winner. Because I've seen Verstappen win a race this year. He's going for three in a row You see it once, you've seen it all. Is he, he is, isn't he? Yeah, 2021, I think oh, he won that. Why is he so good at the circuit, bro? <laughs> um, Surely it, he needs to take another crazy. engine penalty or something. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Well, I think that about wraps it up. I mean, obviously a great race weekend. A um, lot going on for us. Get around a Hana Wines. Get some of those up here. Follow them on Instagram, Ahana. Spell I. Why are we plugging them? I don't know. They've got no. Can we get a sponsorship? On. Yeah. If they send us one, we will drink it on the pod. Yeah, maybe. Surely, a, drink. We'll drink a few. Um, a few. Get through a couple of bottles. Thank you for the Spotify followers as well. Yes, we're Gained up to a, a few. few. Uh, up to hundred Spotify followers yeah. plus. Make sure if you're uh, listening, you uh, rate it five stars. That really helps. Apparently, I wouldn't know um, because nobody listens. <laughs> but if you are hit the five stars, apparently the rankings ratings helps a lot. I think we've got like 20, 27 or so reviews, which is massive. So, um, yep, five-star reviews. Hopefully, if we get enough of those and we start getting enough listeners, that'll be pushing us onto uh, suggested pages. <laughs> I just want to make the charts, man. I just How unbelievable would it be if we made the, a chart? The top charts in Australia is 200. I don't know how many players you'd have to get to 200. That'd be unbelievable, though. Okay. Could you imagine? Dylan Buckley, I don't think he's in the top 100. He definitely is. No, I think he's, he's top like, 10, 100%. No, he's like 70 odd. Dude, he's 100% top 10. Who'd be ahead of him? There, mate, there are some weird podcasts. Hello Sport does really well. They're fucking legends. There's like some history one that does really Great well. Great Cricketer does well. The Woff Pod will be doing well soon. Yeah. One day you will know us. One day you will know us. <laughs> I feel like we probably were on the charts in that week where we got the Piastri stuff. And we nah. just had no clue. Yeah, wouldn't have known to check it. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I reckon that about wraps it up. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week reviewing the Monza GP, and then, mate, we are leaving for Singapore in two weeks this Friday. We'll be doing some live... We'll be doing some videos in Japan. Yeah, we'll be taking the piss out of people. We should try record pods while we're there, too. It'll be difficult. I don't uh, know if it will be. If we just take a single mic, like this little small one, and then we just chirp back and forth, then we can make, like, a five, ten-minute episode and upload it. Yeah, like a quick mini. Yeah. I like that. We'll call it Pit Stop. Yeah, I like that a lot. Oh, oh there we go. Can't call ourselves the Pit Stop boys, but... Pit, not, pit stop lads. Not the Dylan Friends Mini will be the Woff Pod pit stops. Stinker. Oh, <laughs> You're true. smelling more the over sprint there. race. We'll call it a sprint race. Yeah, I like that. I that's like good. That. All right, we'll do that. All right, thanks everyone for listening. We'll be uh, back next week to enjoy the Monster. Oh, just quickly. How grim are those fucking Ferrari overalls? Yeah, they look like McDonald's. <laughs> they look like McDonald's. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Bye.